0: Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, anyone from professional custodians all the way up to presidential candidates of international countries. One day, my big bodacious dream is to interview the top level leadership and their spouses from the country that I was born in, the land of the free, the home of the brave, the United States of America. I think it would be really neat for me because I've learned so much since launching this podcast from the interviews that I've conducted, but also I believe those of you that have been listening to the show and sharing it have helped us get in the top 10% ranking across all categories because of the value that the guests have brought onto the show, and I think that it would just continue to keep the level high as far as content, contributions. The purpose of this show is in alignment with Move Happy's mission, which is to help empower you, especially if you have depression, to find happiness from within through mindset, community, fitness, or movement, and a splash of music. Sometimes on this show I interview myself. (laughs) A huge part of the tenets that we added in the last, I'd say, year, year and a half is uh, the spiritual health um, aspect, the tenets of it, and a part of spiritual well-being and spiritual health is respecting your faith system, and part of my faith system, I believe in the creator of the universe, and sometimes my faith, the creator puts something on my heart just gives me a little nudge to talk to you about something. And I was actually woken up. Uh, I was already asleep for a few hours and was woken to talk to you about something very, very specific. And uh, occasionally there will be another episode released uh, if there is a song that's related that I've created that's uh, related to the topic. Uh, I'm not sure yet on that, but we're going to at least talk on this challenging topic. This is real from my heart to yours. No pre-planning. I want to talk to you about how easy it is to be Swayed, especially as as women. If you're listening to the show, and you are a woman, or you know any women, um, if you believe in the original people on Earth, um, Adam and Eve. Uh, Eve was swayed by the forbidden fruit, and uh, it is often given as examples in history. Um, that we are the quote-unquote weaker creature. Uh, We are definitely, as as women, we are definitely more emotionally designed. I think it is our weakness, but it is also our strength. And this nudge that was put on my heart, I'm not sure the title yet. Maybe we'll have the title by the end of the episode. Um, But it was very clear to me to be as specific as possible about the evil that had infiltrated my team and to go back as early as I could recall from the woman that had conned me into allowing herself into my circle and to speak specifically on this, because I know there are organizations that are listening to the show that desire to help and that also desire to not allow this to happen to their teams. So take it with a grain of salt, leave what you love, or excuse me, take what you love and leave what you don't. And um, this is going to be as real authentic as humanly possible from my heart to yours because I do not desire for your teams to experience what I experienced Um, I don't regret it although it wasn't exciting or joyful or anything like that I do believe the creator uses all things for our greater good for the creator's ultimate purpose, but I do believe we can learn lessons from each other when we share our authentic truths. So as early back as I remember, as I recall, this was right around Valentine's weekend, February 2020. I remembered because I went to visit for that weekend and I was going to do a marketing shoot and I remembered receiving a text message out of the blue I hadn't heard from from this woman for a couple of months she had disappeared and her messages had had actually disappeared out of my phone uh, because she is a part of a, a an organization um, and I was told by the creator it's okay for me to reveal what organization she was a part of. Um, I believe she was a part of the Illuminati. You may or may not know what that group is. Um, I was invited to be a part of this group. I turned it down because it sounded like a cult to me. If you can't explain what your group is unless you join it, uh, it's not it's not something I'm interested in. No thanks. And she had reached out initially. Uh, she had she had seen a post of mine in late 2019 on LinkedIn. I believe that is how we connected. And I was learning that platform. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I was following his um, his team and himself and learning what platforms to get on. And he said, you've got to get on TikTok and LinkedIn. Those are the most, uh, most active users right now and, and more bang for your buck. Um, as far as organic reach. And I had shared some, some posts on there in 2019. And one of them, I believe was related to a friend of mine, um, and I was giving her a shout-out. She and I went to church together growing up, and she used to be a cheerleader for the Seattle Seahawks. And then her family, she moved down to Texas and was a part of uh, one of the teams down there. And this woman had reached out because she used to be a cheerleader in the NFL as well, and she wanted to befriend me. And wanted to volunteer to help me. Because at this point we were talking about doing this big event in 2020. And I was uh, desiring to rent the Ryman in Nashville, Tennessee. Because it was a venue that wasn't so large. But it wasn't so small. So it had enough attention on it. And uh, we were desiring to do this this musical event for mental health and honor of mental health and doing it like all 100% fundraised and whatnot. And, and I was getting a lot of momentum. I was getting a lot of people stepping up to volunteer. At this point, I had just connected with Lisa. Uh, We had uh, met her, her husband, and I had met while singing karaoke one night. And at this point, we had known each other for over a year, maybe a year and a half. And I took her to dinner one night. Uh, She and her husband owned a trucking company. And her husband actually asked me to befriend his wife because he knew how social she was and she was being isolated in her role as the kind of operations bookkeeper for the business and he was uh, driving the truck and he wanted to make sure she had a good friend and so we had hung out a few times and um, as momentum started growing with, with Move Happy, um, I had actually been reached out to on LinkedIn not even a couple of months after posting, uh, this gentleman from some Republican TV network reached out, uh, DM'd me and said, would you be interested in talking about any topic you'd like fully funded? We have financial backing. Would love to put you on television. What? <laughs> so good things were happening. Uh, But I didn't realize how much spyware and just haters going to hate and whatnot. So I had made it a post uh, and should have just waited to talk about it until the contract was uh, hand stamped and all that. But that's all right. Uh, So all of these things were happening and this woman was seeing it. She was paying attention. Um, My husband and I believe she's a part of this organization and was desiring to either A, uh, get me to join their group, or B, if I wouldn't join their group, then make sure that my life was destroyed and I'd steal all of my intellectual stuff, because that's what uh, she told me rich people do. She she actually specifically told me that Oprah Winfrey and all of these rich people don't (laughs) want to help you they actually just will steal from you to keep their money in their own pockets. And I was like, that's a terrible thing to say about Oprah, first of all. Um, don't know if you saw the episode where she was giving everyone away a car, um, <laughs> but I don't think she was taking those cars back. So uh, there are some some good, honest people in the world. I haven't met Oprah Winfrey or a lot of uh, people in her circle that I'm aware of. Um, I don't make quick judgments about people unless I've met them in person and even still, um, I try my best not to judge people because in my faith system, it tells me thou shalt not judge. And who am I to judge what's on someone's heart and intention when we can't see that? Um, all we see is the action that people take. And uh, time and time again, this, this woman slowly but surely Gave me just enough information to make me think that she was trustworthy. What she actually was doing was using my content, speaking my own words that I had posted on either blogs, posted on pieces of content, or said in videos that I had posted online for the public to see because I was building out this Move Happy brand without any business loans without any grants or financial backing yet at this point I was just doing what the creator has called me to do and being obedient and she had used that information and the enemy will use anything to lie cheat and steal to deceive you so you have to be careful Not only was this woman, we believe, a part of this organization, she also had a Ph.D. in ministry. She showed me her certificate. I believe she did study, and I believe there are a lot of highly intelligent people that choose to use their power, their knowledge, for darkness. My husband and I are both in alignment with that. What was uh, revealed to me as far as scriptures before starting this recording is revelations 13 4 and you can continue reading on um, after that if you so desire but from the niv version translation men worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast and they also worshiped the beast and asked who is like the beast who can make war against him i'm going to read a little more verse 5 The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for 42 months. He opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. Verse 7, he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And he was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation think about your internet device think about the options to translate things in a moment verse 8 all inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast all whose names have not been written in the book of life belonging to the lamb that was slain from the creation of the world verse 9 he who has an ear let him hear verse 10 If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword he will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. Verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. Verse 12, he exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. Verse 13, and he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men verse 14 because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast he deceived the inhabitants of the earth he ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived verse 15 he was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that he could speak and cause all to refuse to worship the image to be killed. Verse 16, he also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead. It was uh, revealed to me in private conversations that there are already Soldiers that have been forced to have implants and have been manipulated. We are in those times, so be on high alert. Verse 17, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name my only living parent widow takes care of her grandchildren was forced to end her teaching career because they required in the state that she resides for her private medical information for her to demonstrate through a physical card, that she had gotten an injection. Even though there is no white paper research that demonstrates the efficacy of it, and actually there's a lot of evidence in her church and in society of people dying or having physical ailments, permanent damage, including an Olympic athlete who's 24 years old who went from extremely joyful to extremely bedridden and depressed, my own parent, a widow, was forced and financially cut off because she refused to get an injection that does not... It has not been proven to help. We are in the end times. If you don't see it now... Hopefully, you have examples in your community of people starting to speak up against it. Verse 18, this calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is man's number. His number is 666. We are called by his name, those of us that have listened to the call. It might have been a long time ago that you had been called. It's never too late to change your mind, to shift your behavior, to make a 180 degree turn, Philippians 4.13 of the A version says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. There are more examples of this woman infiltrating my circle. When I started writing the song for the International Day of Mental Health, October 10th, I was at this time I had been stuck in another state Um, I had not planned to move did not desire to move uh, but I had been forced because of physical violence I was avoiding and had been duped uh, from this person that was suffering a lot of mental illness and had lied about their uh, businesses and whatnot and coerced me into this location and I was making the best of it. I would gotten myself a new address. I would gotten myself a pretty well-paid position uh, working with a rich family's son as their caretaker of the son, kind of like a nanny and also private uh, positive psychology coach. Um, they hired me because of my Move Happy content. Uh, no medical insurance or anything. They paid me as a 1099. Should have been W-2, but regardless, I was grateful for income coming in during the pandemic when a lot of people were losing their jobs. And uh, we had expanded, moved happy across three continents at this point. So I had interns uh, without any loans or anything. It was just through an internship partnership through universities, through LinkedIn connections, because um, I've had to be resourceful my whole life. So... Um, that's what I did. I continued continue being resourceful. And I'm a, I'm a creative person. So I started releasing some of my musical gifts and I had shared half of a song. I had written uh, two verses and a hook. She loved it. She reached out. She said it. she started sharing more about herself. Erin, not only was I a previous NFL athlete and I have a PhD in ministry, but I also am in the music industry. And we had a private conversation on the phone and um, she had revealed that she had been selling her songs uh, in her faith system, quote-unquote. I don't know what faith. She never said what faith system, but uh, the women in her faith system were not allowed to take credit for the music. They were uh, Their job was to sell the music to other artists, and then the artists would claim it as their own. Um, I think that her faith system, quote-unquote, was actually just the music industry in general because my brother had told me, Things like that happened all the time, uh, where bullies in the music industry that had bigger names and brands would convince uh, smaller musician names to give up their song rights and whatnot. And she told me that she had sold her first song at seven years old to Aerosmith. I don't know if it was true or not, but she didn't really give me a reason to believe that she was lying. Um, and she said this would be really fun for her to help me, and uh, we could even across the street from her it was a professional producer. She didn't say who, but she said she'd uh, fly me out and we'd get it professionally recorded and whatnot. So we had this this time together where we finished the bridge, and she helped me write a third verse, and it was actually a really neat experience. It was fun she organized this online linkedin concert series and this was this was my second or third clue uh that uh, she not that she was of this group not that she um had evil in her heart because i believe that we all have darkness and light and and we can choose to fuel the beast or we can choose to fuel uh the angel side of us that's what i truly uh believe Those of us that have been called, we are all, I believe, the creator's children. But some people choose to just turn that part off and decide to just part ways. Um, During this time, I believe she was trying her best to help connect us. But also, I believe her intention behind it was financially based because she had told me that her husband's projects were being tied up because Trump was in office. And the countries that they had a lot of their contracts in, the Asian, big Asian country that uh, we as a nation owe a lot of money to, um, that was a lot of their contracts were tied up and they weren't doing any business at that time with that country. And so I believe she was stressed and decided to do this uh, concert experience to help us musicians uh, get connected to bigger time musicians, but also I believe her intentions were to profit off of it in some capacity. Just from what happened afterwards, Um, she had a huge spirit of division. And I learned that language from listening to a sermon from from, uh, Joel Osteen. I didn't know it at that time, but every single person I had introduced her to, she had something bad to say about them. The only person she didn't have something bad to say about was uh, when her and her husband joined in on my networking event, Rich Happy Therapy. And the president of a retired alumni group that protects our borders, um, she said that he would be easily manipulated that she could get him to do whatever she wanted. And she had the knowledge about his group that he would never be tried for any crimes. Um, so she was not not of sound mind. But during this concert, which was a few weeks before, uh, we had finished writing the song together. And I was in the process of recording it. And then she was um, helping some other musicians and whatnot. And she was talking trash about this, uh, this gal that um, is uh, Asian, uh, but is uh, based in Australia. And who's a sweetheart, she and I had um, been trying to do an exchange and get her on the show and uh, do like a dancing episode on her show and whatnot. And she was talking trash about her just like, just trying to. I don't know. I think she just had a lot of jealousy in her heart. And maybe maybe that's how they talked in her household. I didn't grow up in a household where people talked trash about other people. My parents were nice. My parents were kind. My mom didn't talk bad about anybody. I didn't grow up thinking jealous thoughts about other people because my parents had a lot of love in their heart for human beings. Um, I'm grateful for the home that I grew up in. I don't think she grew up in the same kind of household. Um, But even if she did grow up in a bad household or in a negative household where they talked trash, she still, as an adult, could choose to walk away from that. So, And she's much older than me. These are lessons, uh, hindsight, 100%. So if you are working with someone and you're just something in your gut is telling you that even if they got money back in them and they're using it kind of as a carrot over you, there's like 8 billion people in the world you can work with. You don't have to work with somebody that is making you uncomfortable in some capacity. Trust your gut. There are more neurons in your gut than there are in your brain. That's why they actually say trust your gut. That's where that saying came from. You might not realize that. But neurons are the parts of the body that send and receive information that tell us what to do or tell our body, like, warning signs. So if in your gut you're feeling uneasy about a person or a situation or a decision, then you need to pause, meditate, pray, whatever it is that you do in your faith system. For me, I get down on my knees often. I humble myself before my creator and I say, please make it evidently clear. If you want me to walk through this door, open it widely. And if you desire for me to go another direction, close it so swiftly that I have no question but to know that this is not for me. And if there's no action that you can see, then it's time for you to just pause and wait and not make a decision. That's okay too. After my rich, happy therapy meeting, which was towards the end of October, that uh, president of the alumni group of this organization that was defunded, supposedly defunded, um, had uh, offered to help me uh, because my technology started acting wonky. And at this point, this woman had been asking me questions about the person that I was seeing. Uh, because she was very convincing and at this point she had gained my trust by doing this music event Um, she had also told me via text message she said I'm so sorry I should have given you this feedback sooner but one of my family friends my mom's friends of the band earth wind and fire loved our song I was like wow I know that band Like, I didn't grow up listening to that band, not because I chose not to listen to it, but um, my parents were pretty strict about what kind of music I could listen to, and then I was influenced in my neighborhood to listen more to, like, R&B and pop. But I knew that band because we had sang one of their songs (laughs) in the music company group in high school. So I was like, wow, she's she's legit. She knows people. If that was her, her mom's family friend. They loved our song like that was just like I was on cloud nine. Um, So she had convinced me through some effort that she had put in um, that she was trustworthy. Note, Note this for yourself that people that see value in you will try and gain your trust. And they will maybe name drop people. Um, they may or may not have good intentions behind it, but make sure you are praying deeply or you're meditating deeply. Um, if it's, if it's access to your inner circle, access to your energy, your time, that's not free. She had convinced me at this point. Um, I had told her, a little bit of what was going on. I said, um, my partner at this time, like, he and I are kind of on the outs. Um, he's not doing well. And he's he's um, arguing a lot with his mom, and I'm concerned about his mental well-being. So I told her that I had gotten some security detail protection, and she was pissed. She would give me coaching advice in the middle of the night. She would encourage me to drink wine and relax and that it would help my asthma, which is actually not true. And I knew that it wasn't true and I wasn't drinking wine. I would have maybe a glass, but that was it. Um, if I was drinking at all, <laughs> but uh, she was drinking heavily and would coach me on things, would say things to me. And then the next day she would completely black out and forget what she had said to me. She would text me late in the middle of the night things I would respond back in my time zone. And then one day she was like, you're messaging me at all kinds of hours. And I was like, um, I'm not really sure where you're going with this, but I'm working with people across three continents. We got four time zones. I appreciate you and all of the volunteering you've done. But perhaps at this point I had added uh, she had, she had uh, um, agreed to be a spiritual officer on my team chief spiritual officer she had given me her photos for posting on social media she had offered her husband for as a business coach he had offered to help me Um, and she had given me her son's phone number to chat with him about being on the team as well I believe she also reached out to my competitor, uh, which I didn't really think of as a quote-unquote competitor, but um, it was a competitor because she, at this point, revealed to me that in uh, in the high-level political connections and conversations that she was privy to, there was going to be an announcement soon. Don't know when, uh, but there's this mental health global ambassadorship that is being added to every country in the world. And I was in the nomination for it. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. Erin, you're in the nomination for being a global mental health ambassador. So she was learning about me, learning about uh, my story, my family history, genealogy. She was asking all kinds of questions But I just thought she was trying to get to know me. Um, I could see right away that she was not of sound mind um, when she agreed to be the chief spiritual officer and was getting upset at how many people were reaching out to her for prayers. She was getting overwhelmed uh, because she had to put work in. And did not either desire to really help or didn't realize how many people needed prayers during 2020 and was overwhelmed. She supposedly was a part of the team that helps those that are on the edge, that are calling the 1-800 number as their last resort. And the way she was treating me towards the end of our friendship slash business mentorship slash spiritual mentorship, um, very concerned that she would be in a leadership position to help people on their death day, on their choice of death day. Uh, These are people that have have called a 1-800 number to help them get off the ledge of suicide. That's what she told me, that she was a part of the angel team, the angel network. When I got into safe housing, as was advised from this president of this alumni defunded organization... Supposedly defunded. not It's not defunded because my husband told me he was still getting checks that he didn't know or where they were coming from. But uh, this person that had come to the house for a couple of days that was a part of this rich, happy therapy group had told me uh, where to go. If I ended up getting to this particular safe house, that there would be someone there that I could trust in the lobby, described him to a T. He knew exactly where he'd be, wanted me, desired for me to get connected to him. And as soon as I got there, um, it wasn't easy to stay there. Um, I had to beg for assistance because I wasn't a resident of the state. They weren't even going to help me because it was supposed to be for residents of the state. But I was stuck there, and there was... Uh, evidence of a report filed so they helped me for seven days and then I had to beg church organizations for the temporary housing assistance in the middle of winter in the middle of the pandemic during 2020 when they had hacked into my technologies they had used a real life situation of a mentally ill person in crisis And she had, at this point, uh, demanded that I removed her photo off of social media that she and her husband were backing out of the deal. And I'm having to deal with identity theft while being off uh in safe housing. And having to call all these organizations and I'm trying to figure out what is going on because there was this rich organization that had partnered with this defunded government agency that is supposed to help the people and I believe uh, was helping but also was getting money on the back end. And at this point, I didn't know if she was trustworthy or not. I was still trying to figure out what in the heck was going on. And she had told everyone because she had read through the report because she had coerced me, threatened me to send her the name of the officers that were involved. So she reached out, even though she didn't have the energy to answer people's prayers anymore, but she had the energy to make sure she poisoned everyone that was helping me in the area because she had decided to partner with the competitor that was also in the running for the Global Mental Health Ambassadorship. I didn't know it at the time, but uh, two years later of lots of prayer, revelations, and looking through the evidence, the creator reveals things to me. So if you are in the middle of a competition, whether it be in business, whether it be in your fitness teams, whether it be anywhere in life, really. Ask yourself, how bad do you want it? And are you willing to break laws and break ethics to win? Or are you going to keep your values intact? I wouldn't change a thing with how I behaved Because I did not try to wrongfully get someone arrested or imprisoned or hospitalized. Which is what they tried to get me to do. They tried to create a hostile environment by personifying as the person that I had been seeing that was going through mental crisis that had threatened with a plan to kill his own mother. They had personified as him, hacked into his account They had hacked into mine. They tried to get us pissed off at one another. So much so that I would look like a crazy person because they went in and erased all of these messages. And she's a part of the organization that did it. Funded the organization that did it, I should say. How do I know that she funded it? Because she asked me specifically for an Excel spreadsheet, breaking down all of Move Happy plans and future plan endeavors and all the expenses because she was going to get me assistance. She and her husband were going to go before their elders of their group and get me the assistance. She said, no, I can't promise you anything, Erin. But some of these people have given five years of housing assistance to people to get them in the right direction. Do you have any medical needs? Is there any clothing that I can send to you? Like She was trying her best to convince me that she was trying to be for me, trying to figure out what was my hot button. But I I have everything that I need. The Creator provides things for me. And I'm not afraid to ask when I need it. I don't like to ask for things because my parents raised me to be independent and to work my own hands for things. You might be dealing with personalities and then you're not sure who they are from one day to the next. That's okay. That is okay. As long as you are consistent, all you can do is be yourself. All you can do is adjust if someone is acting differently from day to day. I've dealt with leaders that um, I would give an example of them as fresh water and salt water. You never really know what you're going to get out of them. And it's not easy if they're not consistent. You can be consistent, though. And you can speak aloud when you notice inconsistencies. Hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I thought this is what you said the policy was. Just curious. I'm really not sure why... We're doing it this way today. Could you, could you explain to me what the purpose of doing it this way is? And then let them talk. You have the right to do that. When I was looking into the paperwork for the bank, one of my guests of the Rich Happy Therapy had donated... so a part of a move happy what I had told to the world is 30% of your purchases goes to a mental health organization of your choice and 10% goes to your local chapter of big brothers big sisters so one of the customers decided to donate 30% to one of the other people that was a part of the event. Um, and this is also my uh, sponsor of my nonprofit last year. So a really neat person. Um, they said, I don't mind. I think it would be a great idea to, to donate to one of the other people that was at the event. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, when I'm looking through the bank transactions, because uh, I had a, a monthly print off thanks to my landlord at the time. Uh, she had taken me to the bank when all this stuff was happening. And I could see that the money that we had donated and paid through PayPal had been illegally transferred to another bank. And the owner of that bank was my competitor in this competition that had initially earlier in 2020 offered me a position on her team as a grant writer through my content because one of her board members was inappropriate and knew that I was uh, physically attractive and knew that I had some influence and wanted to use my influence to help her grow her brand and her business. When I found out that she was having an affair with one of her board members and she didn't want to cut ties with her husband because she was afraid she'd a lose her house and B lose 50% of her nonprofit business that she had put her time and work in. I was advised to not get into that drama. And so I politely turned down the offer to be her grant writer for her organization. So this money that had been transferred to this nonprofit owner, that is also the former president of this alumni, retired alumni group, defunded, I should say, alumni group that helps protect our nation leadership. He had, through his team, illegally moved the money that I had donated on behalf of this customer, which is a felony. But he will never be tried for any crimes, because of the work that he does for our nation. That is a breach of power. This is the same person that took the payment from this woman and gained 850 acres. This is the same person that connected me to my hero of 2020. And it's the same person that went after my husband and I when we got married this year and forced us to separate. Because I believe this woman paid him to take me out. And then when I survived, she was pissed enough and probably threatened to destroy his nonprofit publicly. Because she has a spirit of division. And lots of access to connections and money and power, I believe believe well, she threatened him that if he wouldn't destroy my brand and my marriage that she would destroy his non-profit. And so he chose me over himself. That's what I believe. I don't know 100% for certain, but it makes sense with how everything has gone down in the last two years. Um, and that's okay because... Whatever we send out in the world bounces back to us. So I continue to send out love, good positive music that encourages people to be kinder to one another. Because I desire to be treated in that manner. I desire to spread the truth as best that I am aware of it. Because I want people speaking truthfully about me. But one thing I learned and I continue to learn through different sermons and different speeches that I hear from thought leaders that have some level of influence is that when you make a decision to step out into your calling and release information that there's the larger your audience becomes the larger percentage of likeliness that there will also be haters (laughs) and people that just are going to lie about you this because they can because they're jealous because it's easier to tear down a building than it is to build one up I remember Joel Osteen talking about his sister um, had this medical condition something similar similar to like um, cerebral palsy and had a lot of physical limitations but one thing she could do was open the mail so they were having her initially when they were starting the church uh, when his father had passed and they were having her open the mail from people and one day a pipe bomb was sent to them why was a pipe bomb sent because people do weird things if you have a level of influence and the way that she opened the box saved her life had she opened it the wrong way all of the Uh, I believe there was nails in there would have gone straight through her, but there was only a few that went through her thighs um, just because she had opened it. I believe wide ways instead of like a long ways facing her. When you take a leap of faith and step into a position of power, there will be people that will try to destroy you. But when you have the intention to send out good in the world, to be an example of love and light in the world. You might not have a long life, but you will have a deep, fulfilling life of full of purpose. Jesus was on the earth only like, I want to say like 33 years, something like that. Um, but there's not many people in the world that have not, heard of his name and how many thousands of years ago was he on this earth that's what i desire to leave a legacy so strong that people say good things about my name sure some people might have bad experiences about church because human behavior uh, and evil and darkness sometimes use religion and faith to coerce you into things and that's not actually what um true love is you know especially like i'm reading um I'm reading this book that actually one of the authors is one of my classmates from college. It's called High on God, How Mega Churches Won the Heart of America. And uh, there's three authors for it. And the last chapter I was reading is um, about like basically lawsuits and allegations and things like that in the churches. And most of the allegations come from the leading Pastors in like uh, sexual impurities uh, with either adults or with minors and stuff, and that's totally against the law, against ethics, against all kinds of stuff. You, when you are in a leadership position, especially in in religious and faith based systems, whatever your faith system is, if you have been called to be an example of love, and spiritual health. There is a higher level of expectation of behavior, of professionalism, because people look to you for a level of influence, for a level of spiritual healing and help and guidance. I know that I have been called to this level of ministry and I had been asked last year <laughs> from a gentleman, uh, who was, um, actually sending me some help for, uh, I had taken him to a doctor and, uh, he had s- a surgery and didn't have a lot of friends. And I had stayed overnight in the living room so that I could take him, uh, to this procedure and whatnot. And, Uh, We had seen each other for a little bit, um, but then he decided he didn't want to date me. So I was like, okay, that's cool, because I didn't didn't like the way he was treating me anyway. So we were friends at this point. And when he was sending me the money, he was doing it on Cash App, and at the time it was the name of my nonprofit. And he asked me, he said, are you a minister? And I quickly was like, no. No. I didn't identify as a minister, but the Creator has called me into ministries, plural. The Creator told me when I was off the grid in our, mm, at this point, I was, I believe, in my first safe house. I'd have to look at the date again. Uh, but I was homeless <laughs> at the time, but not helpless. I said, Aaron, you will be. Because I had already given this this woman that had conned herself into the team that had now clearly uh tried to destroy me. Um she got she got all the insight of all the future plans, so I had to do something new. And I was praying to the Creator, Lord, I don't want I don't want to lose this business that you put on my heart. I don't know what to do. And Creator told me clearly, Aaron, you will be starting Aaron Nicole Ministries, and it will be to help veterans and first responders connecting them, those that are struggling with depression and PTSD, connecting them and entertaining them. That is your first assignment. And so this person was uh, giving me money for helping take a day off of. I was at the time driving for Lyft, so I wasn't obviously driving for Lyft because I was driving him to the doctors and wanted to kind of help me out, compensate my time and whatnot. And uh, when he when he asked me if I was a minister, I quickly said no because I hadn't quite identified yeah I am a Minister because I didn't go to seminary just like Joel Osteen. I didn't have any professional experience um going and studying like I did in college studying to become a teacher and got my certifications and whatnot. Um They've since expired. I could get them renewed if I'd like to, but um the pay just isn't worth the time <clears throat> so haven't done that, but uh, I I am. I am stepping up more into this position of ministries, and I'm learning what my calling is more deeply every day. And I believe the more that we say yes to that calling that uh, we are asked to do, um, I don't believe that we are ever asked by the Creator to do more than what we are capable of. So the first level of commitment last year, I had decided to do one concert per month because I knew how easy it was for me my first year getting people gathered for online concerts when my first year of having a smartphone, I was on Periscope and I had gotten the top income earners of this direct sales company had joined in on my concert as well as many other people And I didn't even know how to operate the smartphone, but I knew that people liked my voice and they showed up if they wanted to show up. So I didn't have an expectation of the size of the concerts. I just knew I was going to commit to organizing them. And I didn't know how it would turn out, but I knew clearly that the creator told me to do it. So I was going to obey and we launched it off with a previous Super Bowl performer (laughs) Uh, Emmy-nominated TV producer This worked with former President Clinton, Obama, Tori Kelly, Kirk Franklin, Maroon 5, um, Avril Lavigne, all of these big-time artists, uh, was a keynote speaker at the first concert we did over uh, Valentine's weekend of 2021. Uh, the following month, our keynote speaker was a previous NFL player, and we continued having top-level musicians. Uh, one of my friends from college, uh, we were actually in a small group. I think she did the second, excuse me, they, them there, uh, did the second concert. There were so many musicians that stepped up, but uh, uh, Stephanie Ann Johnson was a part of Team Christina off the TV show Voice Finalist as in, in the final episodes of a nationally ranked television show. I was in her small group in college, like, uh, it was just incredible. Uh, the people that stepped up that said yes, um, started getting people to send people my direction. Um, one of my former coworkers, their wife's roommates at the time they were separated, but they were still friends. Uh, their wife's roommate was an actor on, the TV show at Nashville and also singer on one of one of those like some some other singing contest show. I forget which one. Uh, now, that was that concert. There was actually someone that had gotten into the concert, I believe, that purposefully tried to destroy the experience by making their sound quality bad. Like it was given real bad feedback and nobody else's was doing that. Um, but luckily there was enough artists that were a part of it and guests that were helping out. And uh, his wife was a part of the concert. And so she, uh, my old roommate, an old coworker, she said, Hey, I'm gonna have him log in on my phone and see if that helps. So he was able to finish out strong and whatnot. Um, this musical guest was also her original song was featured on the CMA awards. Like, what? All of these people stepped up, said yes. We did not have the financial backing to offer people money for these concerts, but they desired to give of their gifts for the cause. And we offered to allow them to receive tips and to connect with any of the guests for future concerts. I'm actually in the middle of helping one of the guests Book a paid gig already connected, and uh, the technologies have already been compromised for it because there are jealous people that don't desire to help in my nation. And it's sad, especially since we are women and we are trying to help. I'm trying to help another woman musician get money during this challenging time in the world because she gave of her gifts and talents for free and I'm paying it forward because I never forget those that help. Never forget. And it's okay because it's already been reported to the authorities and so anyone that is trying to block the messages, um, it will come back to you. If you give good, you get good. If you give bad, you will get bad back to you. So I would hate to be on the uh, creator's bad side, just putting it out there. This year's assignment from the Creator was to slow things down a little bit, but to add the medical component. Creator told me, you are going to design the first entertainment therapy for those that lean towards entertainment as their mode of healing. So our intention is to have a seven-year white paper research-backed study, real live, real human participants volunteering to be part of this research study. And when I let my doctor's office know, my chiropractor's office last December, he had asked a simple question, Hey, how was your Christmas? And I said, it's been amazing. I'm actually working on releasing my first EP to honor all of the people that helped me launch my nonprofit for veterans and first responders. He said, how do we join in on your concerts? How do we buy tickets? And I said, "Uh, it's free. And he said, even better, talk to the lady up front. And I told him, I said, I'm looking for keynote speakers For next year's events, the lady at the front actually told me, Erin, I have access to emailing all locations across the nation an invite to your event. Uh, What? (laughs) Looked up how many locations at that time. There were 650 locations, each with at least 100 patients, maybe 200, 600 patients. Uh, 65,000 to 130,000 patients, give or take. Instantly, with one email. Holy moly. But the Creator doesn't allow us to have anything greater than we are capable of. And the reason why this doctor was so supportive, because he was a U.S. veteran. And he loved that I was helping other veterans. But, unfortunately, the competitors blocked the emails, made sure that they reached out. I know that they reached out to the organization that wanted to help me and said bad things about me and or hacked into their stuff and blocked it. Uncalled for things, but it's okay. I'm learning to not share things until they've already happened. 65,000 people for free were invited to our first event this year called the Real Entertainment Therapy Experience. We didn't have as many turnout because uh, political games are going on. I think political games are going on both sides of the political parties. I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. I love her music. Um... but I have a strong feeling that all the stuff in the court systems and the lack of ticket sales, I think it's all interconnected. And it's not anything new. I've been watching this uh, this documentary on Marilyn Monroe. I didn't know too much about her before, but just listening to a lot of the information that has been publicly released now because it's been so many years after the fact of what happened. Um, but she was in her 30s. And I believe she was pulled and forced into different directions, trusting people, learning to trust people that um, she thought were good and kind, and then realizing after the fact that as soon as they used her, as soon as they got all of they could get out of her, then they kind of threw her out and kind of used her. And then she uh, supposedly, quote unquote, died by uh, too many sleeping pills. Don't think that really happened. It's not anything new. People in power will use people if they have darkness within them that they are allowing to be stronger than the light within them. I'm actually working on a song that's about it. It's called Hide Your Gift. I shared it with my mom earlier today. And uh, I'm so grateful that although I'm separated from my husband, I do believe we'll be reunited one day. I'm so grateful that I got to meet him because he could easily get all the money in the world. He was actually invited to this Illuminati group a few times, and he kept saying no to them. I told him I was invited too. Like, they're weird. They're weird because it's a cult, because it's evil. There might be... Good on the surface, they might look like they're doing good, and maybe there are some things that they're doing good, but when you get to that high level, mm mm-mm. I'm not interested in sacrificing anyone's children. Nope. This whole Epstein thing? Not interested in being a part of anything like that. But again, this isn't new. This has been happening since the beginning of time if you look into psalms there's actually um and i'm not sure which one exactly but there is one that talks about dashing the little children against the rocks i want to say it's in the hundreds somewhere around there it's not anything that is new You have to guard your mind. And you have to teach your children. If you have family, if you have children, whether you adopt them, whether they are your birth children or you're a foster parent, you have to pass down the stories. That's, that's how we keep history alive, is through having conversations with different ages, different generations, because our history books are printed from those that have money to pay to have versions of the truth that they want to be a part of our history. One of my, one of my friends had actually told me uh, about uh, one of their, I think it was a coworker of theirs, had come from uh, Russia, was Russian slash Ukrainian. And one thing that they had learned that was interesting in their upraising um, was the history books that they would read. One year they would re- read a certain version of their history, and then the next year they had these new textbooks because there was a new person in power um, when they were uh, the USSR, I believe. And they were learning a new version of history. So they were they were unlearning and then relearning a new version that they wanted these kids to learn. Uh, what's easier is being truthful. Because the truth doesn't change. You just get more details as you continue on. So... Things to be full of guard, uh, things to be aware of, things to listen to your gut are when you are in the process of expanding your team, hiring people, if you are um, maybe trying to get more time freedom and you are desiring to... Uh, lighten up on your responsibilities for what you're in charge of on perhaps um, hiring a social media crew or uh, expanding your sales organization or even if you are desiring to have professionals teach your children that are not in the traditional school system maybe you're wanting to do homeschooling but you don't know certain subjects and you'd like them to be experts and whatnot and you're desiring to have goodness and light, be a part of your family, and to keep uh, evil and darkness uh, out of your circle. I have some, some life lessons. I know I haven't been here for a long, long time, but I've learned a lot of hard lessons in a short amount of time and some things that my husband told me uh, that I think are transferable to any situation is to go slow. When you go slow, when you build your foundation, taking your time with it and not rushing it, it's going to be a lot stronger foundation. So that's number one, to go slow. And that was something I heard from Jeff Olson and the direct sales company I was a part of. He said, you go slow to go fast. Because if you go too fast and you grow too fast, It's not going to be a strong foundation and you can collapse very easily. Know what you're going towards. Know the direction. Know uh, just like you would have GPS coordinates plugged in for where you're at right now and where you're headed. Uh, Measure. Measure where you're at right now currently um, for whatever the situation is. If you want to hire someone to educate your child, measure their current knowledge as a starting place. If you want someone to improve in your fitness to help you be your your personal trainer, day one should be a consultation of your goals and it should be a pre-fitness measurements day. Maybe measuring your inches, your weight, your BMI, uh, whatever it is that you are wanting to focus on. Maybe it's pant size, dress size, etc., And then how many squats can you do? How many push-ups can you do? Uh, How much can you deadlift? Like whatever your basic things are. Um, How much can you stretch when your feet are against the wall or you got one of those stretch boxes? How far can you reach? Do you reach your mid-shin, your knees? Can you reach all the way to your toes? Can you reach past your toes? Like Measure where your starting point is. And then write down... All of those numbers, of course, but then also write down where your goal is, what you would like to achieve, what knowledge things you would like your child to learn and ask your child if it's um, if you're hiring someone for to train your kid or to hire your teams, ask them their own personal goals to help empower them to have some autonomy and to have an intrinsic motivation to learn. Um, one thing that the rich parents did not do that had hired me was get their kid involved at all in the hiring process. The only thing they did do was let him meet me and see my face. That was it. But I was like probably the third or fourth quote unquote nanny that had come and either been let go or quit, um, because they didn't keep their end of the bargain. They didn't keep the hours that they had promised me and started asking me to do things that were outside of the job description and weren't paying me as a W-2 employee when they were demanding these specific hours and started asking me to do things outside of the COVID laws at that time. But they had access to $50,000 a month at least and spent a lot of money. On frivolous things because they were bored and they could afford it a lot of people that have access to money can get away with things but it doesn't make it right just is reality so know what you desire and if kids are involved get them involved in the decision making process as well like hey what are some what are some goals for you by the end of the summer where do you want to be by next fall where do you want to be what do you want to look like how many push-ups do you want to be able to do if you're into coding like he was really into coding his dad was an IT um, owner for an IT company like he was really into learning about those kinds of things and he was in- incredibly smart he was getting all of his friends parents credit cards and <laughs> say he was doing good things but he was getting them all uh, interested and in, um uh, oh. Purchasing whatever coins or tokens or whatever for the video games that he was participating in. He's going to be a great salesman one day, great leader. Make sure you're uh, acting accordingly, and if you are leading kids, that you are teaching them, you're being a role model of ethical activities. If you suspect that there is poison on your team, reach out to someone that's known you for at least 20 years and ask them for their honest feedback. Ask them for unbiased information and advice. Appreciate you listening to the show. Hopefully you learned something today. Hopefully we added value to you. And most importantly, if you if you were in that circle temporarily and you're listening to the show now and you're not in the circle anymore because you threatened to have my business taken down unless I erased your your posts that you had given me permission to post. Remember that the creator loves you even when you tried to destroy me. And the creator will allow you to to change your behavior. It's not too late to do the right thing and apologize for your actions. Even though you paid to have me taken out of this world I still love you because the creator has told me to love and that's what I'm going to do but the creator also told me to reveal the truth because there are enough eyes and ears that are on the business that desire for justice to take place and you Are a pawn in this big political game. But you can decide to upgrade yourself to a queen and do what's right. It's not too late. Even though you reached out to Lisa. Even though you reached out to staff members at the psych hospital where this move happy thing was first birthed, you can still do the right thing moving forward. But you do not have permission to reach out to anyone else in the circle. You didn't have permission to reach out to anyone in my network or to have any of your team members reach out. That's a form of stalking. And it is against the law. So thank you for politely stopping that behavior moving forward. All right, those of you that are not at all connected to uh, any of that, but just were listening to the story and listening to um, some of the advice, um, again, uh, keep what you loved, leave what you don't, and if you have any of your own stories of betrayal that you've learned from, I believe we can all learn from one another uh, to keep our circles tight and to start beginning to trust again after being betrayed from, from people because there are eight billion people in the world and not everyone is dark. Not everyone chooses to live their life full of darkness. I believe she was stressed and made some poor decisions, many poor decisions. During that level of stress, it's not an excuse, uh, but it's understanding uh, where she comes from. And my parents, my mom especially, helped raise me to have a great understanding to walk through other people's shoes and to have perspective. So. I'm Uh, If you've been listening to the show for a minute, you've probably heard about our listening room experience, so you can skip this part if you like. But if you're brand new to the show, maybe you haven't heard before, uh, we're doing this fun thing when the creator allows us to get back on with it, uh, when the Judas in our circle corrects the wrong. Uh, We will be uh, inviting you guys that have been regularly... Supporting the show, sharing the content, um, demonstrating that you have taken action in our tenets of mindset, community, and fitness to help empower people with depression around the world. Uh, we're inviting you to have exclusive uh, backstage access, VIP access to our music, to original music that I've written. And I'll be inviting some musician friends uh, that I've either known for a long time or that I met through launching the nonprofit last year and whatnot. And they'll be sharing some original music. I can't promise the time of other people, um, but I will say that invites will go out once we hit 10,000 downloads if the creator gives us permission to do so. And that'll be our first invite. So um, be on the lookout for that and make sure you give us the best contact information for you to send that invite out. Um, again, we're waiting for the Judas in our circle to correct the wrong because they have hacked into both my personal email, my business email for Move Happy, my nonprofit business email for Aaron Nicole Ministries. And um, they had blocked they had blocked a an Ivy League professor that's on the board of multiple universities on the chair of multiple universities and she's connected to an ivy league university they had blocked multiple emails back and forth trying to schedule a meeting with her earlier this year Um, so to say that they've done things illegally um, they've gone out of their way to try and prevent me from having success but that's okay because it's not me deciding to do this it's me leaning into the calling that the creator has called for me and i'm learning to identify when they're messing with my technologies and playing little childish boy games i don't believe there's any women that would allow this to happen to another woman except for that girl except for that except for that evil lady but besides her there's a lot of good women that want to support and encourage one another uh so men take note stop playing games um and and especially now that you know, uh, that I am married to the person that trained this supposed retired president of this organization, because he don't play no games. He don't play no games and he know all kind of information about you. So go ahead and keep, keep trying. Actually don't just stop, please. <laughs> but, um, no, we're trying to have some fun with this, keeping it light. Um, for me, I don't, I don't like to get political. I, I just love people. I love people, all kinds of people. If you're good, you have goodness in your heart and you ain't trying to break no laws you ain't trying to use me and my influence, you believe in the cause that I'm trying to support, and trying to have this movement. And if you're helping us, we're going to help you right back. Give good, get good. So be on the lookout for those invites later on. And you can access our downloads 24 7 from a computer or a laptop. Go to the movehappy.podbean.com. That's themovehapp dot P O D B E A N dot com, and you'll be able to see the downloads. Now it don't it don't make no sense to me, but somehow, and I said this at the beginning of this episode, somehow, you guys that have been listening to it, that have been sharing it, have helped us rank in the top ten percent across all categories in the world. I don't care about competitions unless I have a chance to win. <laughs> Um, uh, and as long as I'm not cheating, and preventing other people from being able to win too, I want to compete on an equal playing field. And uh, it don't make no sense to me. There's 2.4 million shows, all kinds of categories. Haven't had any financial backing. We've not done any ads for the show, no sponsors. We might in the future, but for right now, I've just been listening to what the creator has told me to do, and I'm just, I'm grateful for you. Grateful for you listening to the show, those of you that have been supporting it, whoever's been doing whatever on the back end to help us. I'm not sure how we're in the top 10% out of millions of shows that are in the world. Millions of categories. Well, actually, I don't know how many categories, but there's a lot of different categories, you know. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. And the concert series is just something fun from my personality and my gift, my area of genius to say thank you to you. Love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today.